We continue our study of the Taryag Mitzvot, and today we are up to the 350th Mitzvah. It's the first Mitzvah in Parashat Bechokotai, it's a positive commandment, and it is the laws of Erchim, the laws of <coughs> evaluation. The Pasuk says, Ish ki yafli neder be'erkecha nefashot lahashem. Now this is a form of a vow where a person uh, vows his value uh, to the Bedekabai, uh, to the treasury of the Bet HaMikdash. Now this should not be confused with if a person who says Demi Alai. Demi Alai means where he's uh, donating his worth, which means on the market, how much it can be sold for. Erech is different. These are set prices that are given by the Torah based on gender, male or female, and based on age. It's a fixed price. <clears throat> so therefore he has to pay whether he is healthy, whether he's not healthy, whether he's handsome, whether he's ugly, whether he's strong, whether he's weak, doesn't matter. This is a fixed price that he pays based on the, uh, the Torah's uh, standard. <clears throat> now what is the reason why, as a general overview, when a person says something, he has to follow through. So the Chinuch reminds us that uh, as human beings, the, what separates us from all the other creatures uh, and makes us more divine and angelic is the part of the body that allows us to communicate and speak, uh, which actually is a exercise of the soul. As the Targum explains in the beginning of Bereshit, when it says that God created man as nefesh haya, as a living soul, the Targum explains the words living soul as ruach memalela, as a spirit that speaks. And the Hinuch tells us that all the parts of the body are dead. The only part of the body that's alive, as it says uh, in the Pasuk, lenefesh uh, haya, that's the part of the body where speech comes from, and therefore one has to be very careful. If he abuses his speech, he's considered as he's dead. He's considered as if he has... <clears throat> a, uh, has no life to a certain degree. And therefore, when a person says something, he has to fulfill it. We don't take words and speech lightly at all. Now, not only when it comes to the darim in this sense, which is Kodesh, which is dedicating money, but even on mundane things, a person should not uh, defile his words. Like the Gemara says, adam that a person should not uh, change or uh, make a... Um, uh, 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 a uh, compromise in his speech. Now, some of the laws regarding Erchim. Uh, one law would be is that we said the money goes to the Bedekabayah, to the treasury. There's laws that, let's say, a person makes a, a vow of Erech, but he can't afford it. So there's a whole system exactly how Betim will go in and start to take collaterals. One interesting law on this is is that so important it is for the man to pay up is that if even if he's a Tamid Hakam, they will collateralize his books. But the Sivir Ainuk says, they'll take all his books except the Masechet that he's learning. If he's learning Masechet Ketubot, and that for you me, so they'll let him uh, keep the Masechet Ketubot so he can continue to give the Shi'ur. And the Rav says, Mishum Kevod the Torah. Now, law says that if a person has uh, property or assets, they have to sell them in order for him to pay this vow. And the law, when it comes to uh, movable properties, which we call metal telim, uh, whenever it comes to a person who owes hektesh, we sell the metal telim immediately in the place that he is. 
We don't come along and say, well, let's wait till the market goes up or we'll sell it overseas. No, you sell it. When it comes to real estate, however, when you're selling it to pay a debt to Egdesh, the Gemara says you get 60 days in order to announce to the people that there's a piece of real estate for sale to try to fetch the best offer. After 60 days, the real estate is sold, the money is given to Hegdesh. Now, this law applies <clears throat> in all places, at all times. It applies to male and female alike. Now, what does it mean it applies? So there's different rules. If it was in the olden days, so then the person would be obligated to give the money immediately to the, to the Beit HaMikdash, and it's considered Kodesh. However, the Akamim came along and said that today, we do not make Erchin, uh, because what are you going to do with the money? Today we don't have a Beit HaMikdash. So the law would be, if a person did say Erki Alai, and he separated money uh, for, this, for, for this item, so the law says, depends what he sanctified. If he sanctified, uh, let's say, fruit, you let them uh, decay and spoil. And for that matter, vessels and things like that, you just let them until they, uh, until they ruin. Uh, money and different types of uh, metals, you throw it into the Yamamela, into the, into the Dead Sea, let it decay. An animal, te'akir. What does it mean, te'akir? You lock the door on it and you just let the animal die. Now, that was uh, the opinion of some. But Shemuel held that actually you can make pidyon, which is you can take a coin and take the kedushah from the item that you made erech, put it on the coin, that's pidyon, and take the coin and throw it into yamamelah. And therefore today, if somebody transgressed <coughs> and he was ma'arich, bizman bet mikdash and he didn't pay back, so he has transgressed this positive commandment, he also has transgressed the negative commandment of not fulfilling a vow. Torah so says that when a person vows something to charity, he has to make good on it. As the Pasuk says, that you have three degalim in order to pay back your charity debts. Some say when it comes to Erich, you only have not, no degal. You got to pay it immediately. But that's a machloket in itself. Again, if a person did make an Erich, which he shouldn't do, uh, <clears throat> then we have to follow whatever we said before, either get rid of the item, meaning le'abed, or do the takana of Shemuel. If he did not follow this procedure, he has uh, transgressed this positive commandment of Erech, and the Rav says, Ve'oncho gadol. His punishment is, is very great. Again, number one, he's not fulfilling his vows. Uh, number two, he's defiling his speech, which is a crime in itself. This is a very, very important musar. As we come uh, close to the month, of uh, Elul, uh, the whole uh, tikkun of the holiday season obviously is going to be in our prayers and therefore uh, a lot of the tikkun that we make is in our uh, dibur to make sure that the speech is functioning correctly and if the speech is functioning correctly the pasuk says Lo asher that if a person does not defile his words Lo that his word is emet then whatever comes out of his mouth, they will listen. That means a sigula for prayers to be answered is if a person keeps his word and therefore the mouth is functioning correctly. So then already Borei Olam says whatever comes out of this man's mouth, since it's an accurate and a precise mouth and his words are proper, so then already he has a, a greater chance for his words to be accepted in Shamaim as well.